0: This episode is a continuation of our series focused on sustainability. Join us as we have a conversation about a recent study titled, Sustainability, Corporate Culture and Leadership Perspectives. This study was conducted during 2021 and 2022 by the Bennett Institute for Public Policy and JMJ. Collaborating to gain new insights about corporate sustainability, they took a unique approach, which we'll be learning more about. The purpose, methodology, and findings from the study are the topics for today's guests, Diane Coyle, professor at the Bennett Institute for Public Policy at the University of Cambridge, and Jeff Williams, CEO of JMJ. It's truly a pleasure to be here with both of you today.
1: Looking forward to the conversation, Ryan.
0: Thank you, Ryan. Jeff, can you start with an explanation of the purpose of the study and why it's important?
2: We believe sustainability is not just a technical or financial issue of setting and tracking targets for ESG, but rather it also includes an adaptive cultural question. Sustainability requires the wholehearted engagement of the leadership of the organization and a strong alignment and understanding within the organization And we know every business leader is aware of the growing importance of VSG. However, not all understand the exact implications of their strategy on day-to-day operations and activities. Our study was carried out to investigate the cultural and leadership qualities, enablers, barriers of a successful corporate sustainability strategy with the aim to understand how business works from the inside, which relationships and mindsets are important, In which environments foster interest in and, and more importantly, commitment to sustainability.
0: Diane, could you tell us more about how the research was conducted?
1: Well, as Jess said, we, we had a number of conversations with him and other JMJ colleagues, and all businesses understand that ESG metrics are something that is coming at them. They've got to respond to the demand from investors, workers, other stakeholders to demonstrate what they're doing about ESG commitments. We had a bunch of hypotheses we needed to test these and so we brought to bear some academic research methods to see if what we thought in our own discussions was a good reflection of what the pressures are and the understandings are within business. There were three stages to the research which I conducted with a colleague, Harry Pierce the first stage was to carry out some interviews they're called semi-structured interviews in the academic jargon where you put some broad questions to people to kind of understand what the issues are from people very immersed in the issues and then we took that to a focus group to test the results that we would got out of the first stage and then having done that sent out a survey the interviews started with senior executives they were across a range of industries a range of global locations to identify what the key questions were. The focus group testing the preliminary answers to those questions mainly were from uh, people from sustainability departments, who obviously have a lot of expertise in this already. And then the survey went to people from companies of all different sizes across many industries and across many continents. The idea of these three stages was to enhance the validity and robustness of the results that we got at each stage.
0: I think we're all talking about the growing importance of sustainability. Did the research provide a clear and aligned definition of what corporate sustainability is?
1: It was aligned to some extent. Most of what businesses are talking about at the moment, um, it's carbon related, climate change related and other environmental aspects. But of course, everybody's aware of the acronym ESG, so the social and the governance aspects of it as well. And for people in business, the other aspect of sustainability that's obviously really important is how to be financially viable. You want to ensure that the company has, has long term survival. To some extent, the financial is seen as a trade off with ESG in the short term, at least over the medium and longer term. These are thought to be complementary because we're seeing an economy that is becoming more resource and, and carbon constrained over time. So, we've got the environmental part that people have put a lot of effort already into thinking about. And then the social is about identifying what impacts the business has on people, and they can be positive or negative, thinking about what that means in different countries at different levels. So, a broad idea of what that involves, but not as much detail. And certainly, including issues of diversity, gender equality, social justice, all of those good things. And then governance is about legal compliance, but also being a well-run organisation, being accountable to stakeholders in the present and in the future. The definitions are aligned. People know broadly what they're talking about. They understand perhaps there's a short-term trade-off, but not so much long-term. But it's a really complicated landscape. The struggle to understand the different dimensions and the implications for business were what started to emerge as soon as we got into this research at
0: We are seeing more companies proving that they can be both financially viable and sustainable, and that these aren't competing interests. What, according to the research, are the other barriers?
1: For some companies, there is concern about financial implications. And although they appreciate that for the long-term health of the business, they will have to abide by ESG standards, in some areas, Actually, companies have a demand for clear leadership or even regulation because they can't be the first to take a short-term financial hit for any compliance. There are two main barriers. One is an internal one about leadership of the organization. How do you navigate through this complex landscape? And then there's an external one, which is these demands are being imposed on us by investors, increasingly by governments, by regulators. We would like some clarity about what they want because we as a company can't take those first steps ourselves that's sort of almost a coordination problem we all collectively understand that this is a challenge that every business is going to have to face up to but it's really complicated we have some short-term concerns about it how do we start to take that first step and, and navigate through that and that's going to be partly about leadership inside the organization Uh, but also partly from external leadership as well. So I would divide the barriers into those internal and external ones.
0: What were your expectations going into the study and was there anything in the findings that particularly surprised you?
1: I suppose I was surprised at the extent to which um, all the people we had talked to had already thought about some some of these issues. I mean, they have been in the news, but I hadn't been expecting that in so many companies those first steps were being taken on the sustainability journey broadly. But the main discovery for me was that there's a lack of clarity about the comparison between the costs of doing this and the benefits. And as one of our interviewees put it, a quote that we've put pulled out in the report actually, the costs are very real and the benefits are somewhat vague. Now this is partly timing because you're incurring costs immediately and the benefits are in the future. But it's also about the complexity of what needs to be done that I talked about a few moments ago. Everybody understands that it's not an add-on. You've got to, again, to use one of the quotes in the report, make sure that it's designed in from the start and it's not then value engineered out partway down the project because it's too expensive. So I think that clarity for the organisation about what are the costs and benefits over the long term is going to be key to successful delivery of an ESG strategy.
0: Jeff, what about you?
2: You know, the one thing that surprised me in a pleasant way was how optimistic the underlying sentiment of the study was. The majority of the participants believe that their organization's commitment to sustainability is authentic, which is very reassuring. As we know, leadership must be genuinely invested in sustainability to ensure it is aligned with the organization's values and to balance short and long-term priorities, as Diane was just saying. Also, clarity. And inclusivity are critical. So, leaders at all levels in the organization are responsible for bringing stakeholders along on the journey and ensuring that their voices are heard. And by their own admission, many do not have the requisite knowledge or skills to drive the required culture change. But the fact that people viewed the commitment to sustainability as overly optimistic, I thought was very encouraging.
0: I think a lot of our listeners might be able to identify with some of those things you were just saying. Diane, could you tell me more about the specific areas that the survey explored?
1: We looked at leadership and people, at culture and stakeholders and drivers. So dividing it up into these different areas, which probably merit each of them a lot of further discussion. So one of the things that jumped out at me was not just that the leadership is important, but that actually the relationships among people in the company matter as well. So I thoroughly echo Jeff's comment about bringing everybody along with you. So there's another quote from the report that I really like. What do you want in your headstone? What do you want to be known for? What was your leadership here really about? But I think anybody who's worked on leadership will understand that you can't get too far ahead of the organisation, and therefore it does matter that at every level of the organisation. It's important for people to understand what the journey is, what's understood by sustainability and what their responsibilities are. So it's not something that only happens in the boardroom. It gets carried through to every activity of the business day to day, from a most junior employee all the way up to the C-suite. That's what will make it a successful strategy. And I suppose it's true of any area of corporate strategy, you've got to bring everybody on the journey. But I think particularly in this area, where a lot of younger employees now really care about sustainability questions, and any employer I ever talk to thinks that there's been some kind of generational shift in this. So this really matters if you want to motivate your employees, grow your talent pipeline, so that that leadership and people on and blending into the culture part of the story is really important.
0: The generational shift you cited, that's something that we all feel. For our listeners, the three key areas of the report, leadership and people, culture and stakeholders and drivers, we're going to be discussing those in more detail as well as the key findings from the report in future episodes. Jeff and Diane, can you tell our listeners what stood out the most for you both within the three areas that would help organizations successfully implement their sustainable strategy?
1: At risk of repeating myself, I think for me the key thing is everybody has to take a part in this. That's almost in the definition of ESG. We're all responsible, not just in work, but in our everyday lives, for delivering on the changes in behaviour um, that are required to tackle climate change and loss of biodiversity. But also, if you're talking about the social aspects, um, social justice, inclusion, then that covers a whole range of activities in any organisation. Including internal ones. What is your internal structure? What is your internal diversity? How trusted are managers in the organization by the people who they manage? So, that leadership set the direction, the, the management taking the decisions, and the employees committed to it. This paraphrasing again, something that somebody said to us in one of the interviews strikes me as being right at the core of success. And it speaks to the leadership and people issues, and it speaks to corporate culture. And as we all know, companies have very different cultures and some of them are more aligned with delivering sustainability than others
2: Yeah, you know, to follow on on that completely agree with that and there are probably three drivers that stood out to me as being critical and i think are worth exploring further and one is just the alignment to purpose I asked how leaders might undermine their organization's sustainability agenda the top answer was not aligning the agenda with the purpose of the organization. So that alignment is critical. The second is sustainability as a core value. Sustainability cannot just be an add-on inside an organization from top to bottom. It must be a core value. And, And one of the things that we as JMJ look at is with our 30 years of transformative consulting, we see a parallel to how safety was transformed about 20 years ago, to how we're starting to look at ESG and sustainability now. So a lot of parallels there. And then finally, clarity and inclusivity. Very important to clearly articulate a company-wide understanding of what the corporate sustainability commitment is and the steps that the corporation is going to take to get there. And that has to be authentic and inclusive.
1: I think Jeff's point about alignment with purpose is a really important one. And there's been a broader debate about corporate purpose which reflects some of the concerns people have about the way that some businesses operate in contemporary capitalism. Just parallel with where we are on this journey compared with a safety journey is a really interesting and and apt one. We're not going to get there overnight. There are an awful lot of um, lessons that corporate leaders can take from that previous journey and the improvements that we've seen there and carry that over to this quite complex domain of ESG commitments.
0: As we wrap up the episode, do you have any advice for leaders who are implementing a corporate sustainability strategy?
1: JMJ has has 30 years of experience. I would say to any company that wants to be here in another 30 years' time, then you need to take sustainability seriously because we talk about it as if it's something driven by the external world. There's this demand by investors for ESG. Now, actually, this is core to your strategy. If you want a business that survives and thrives, then you need to think about sustainability. The fact that there's been quite a narrow lens on this in the past, it's all been about finance and actually short-term financial success metrics. That's no excuse for not now thinking seriously about a much broader definition of sustainability. And do you want your company to serve its purpose, to serve its customers and to be here in 30 years? Then this is a strategy that you need to start thinking about seriously if you haven't
2: already. That's an excellent wrap-up. One of the things that came out of the survey that supports that was something like 67% of the respondents said the economic dimension of sustainability, meaning the company's continued success in financial health, what is speaking about, was what mattered most to them. If you're linking your sustainability strategy to profitability, attracting investors, clients, customers, and thinking about how we will improve your brand reputation, we think that's key because those things are not unaligned. And then having leaders who are authentically sold on that and the value and the efficacy of sustainability as a strategy is essential.
0: Jeff and Diane, thank you for your time. Thank you for walking us through the study, highlighting some of the key findings that might be helpful to organizations who wanna successfully implement their sustainability strategy. For our listeners, thank you for joining us today. We will be expanding on the three areas identified in the study. So please register your details using the contact form on jmj.com, and we'll keep you up to date. Also, you can download your free copy of the study by simply going to jmj.com, and there's a link provided in the show notes.